Welcome to Zain and Hailama's podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We hope that the word will encourage you to do great things for God. Tonight we're going to talk about our subject is what is my purpose? And like talking to you, like what is your purpose? What is my purpose? And I think even in life, that's a question that a lot of people ask. What is my purpose? And even me, I ask myself, like what is my purpose here on earth? But that's what we're gonna talk about tonight is what is my purpose? So mm-hmm. if you're just getting on, go ahead and share the live broadcast. And yeah, we're gonna get a, go ahead and get started. Yeah, and you know, even in that, I, I think a lot of people, especially in, in now in this generation, just glide through life and they go through the motions of things. You know, a lot of younger people, you know, they'll, they'll usually change college majors. They they just don't have a plan. And I've met people like that, where they uh, just coast and they get these degrees that really serve them no purpose for the field they are now in, and they're kind of just stuck. And, but the thing is, God didn't call that for you. And he, he gives you a plan and a purpose. And, you know, when you know what God wants for you, life becomes so easy to just walk through because you're not sitting there wondering, where am I, where am I going to go now? And it, it opens up a whole new light. Like I actually have a plan and I have a purpose and I'm walking towards that. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to read out of Ephesians 2 and verse 10 hey denise hi denise and it says for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them and so even in that what is a workmanship when that means that we are God's workmanship. He created us. We any if you're a, a crafter, you create something, and that's your workmanship. That's what you have created, and that's what you um, that belongs to you. And it takes time to create. And so, even in that scripture, it says we are um, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. And then the second part says to good um, to do good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So even in that, it says that God prepared beforehand. Before we even was born, God had a plan for us. And even in Jeremiah 29, 11, which is one of my favorite scriptures, is probably when even, even when I got saved, and I can talk about that later, about my testimony, but Jeremiah 29, 11 says that, God has a plan for us to prosper, to give us a hope and a future and never for disaster. And so God already has created us for a good work, but it's our duty to seek out what is that work? What is that purpose for me to do on earth? Yeah. And, you know, even just like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, he says he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you and to give you a future and a hope. And even with that, we can always have this plan of, of where we want our life to go. And, and many of us do. You know, even, I remember when God called me, and I felt probably around the age of 13, 14, that God was going to use me in the ministry and, and to preach and to be an evangelist. And naturally, that isn't really what I had in mind. I had other dreams. I had other things that I, I thought about doing. But I could say now that... God, when God opens up a door, he's going to bless you no matter what. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. 
And, you know, having the call of God on your life and having God give you a plan really sets your destiny into place where you never have to be lost. You never have to wonder, where is my purpose in life? And, and, you know, you even look at the suicide rate. We're at the highest suicide rate in this nation. And it's mainly, for one, for depression, but also people don't have a purpose. And it's very easy to get depressed when you don't even have any goal or purpose or any kind of vision for your life, and you just coast through it. And it makes life dull, and it makes life boring. But I can tell you, just even starting out in this new year, that it's been super exciting because I feel like it's just a rush because I've written down goals. I'm working on stuff. I'm, you know, applying my mind to things on how to take what God has given me and grow it. And it's because God's given me a plan for it. And yeah, so I had um, three steps in how to obtain the plan of God for your life or the purpose that God has for you. And this is what I did in my own life and I applied it in my own life. And so number one is to seek God for the plan or to seek out the plan of God for your life. And um, I'm going to read out of Matthew 7, 7. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. And so that scripture says to, if you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will open. And whatever we ask, we will receive. And so that's what I did. I asked and I asked God because the word of God says that he has a plan for us. He had a plan. We are his workmanship and he had a plan beforehand for us. And so it's our um, duty to go ahead and find that plan to seek that Mm -hmm. plan and so even in that scripture it says to seek and find right and and god will definitely answer you if your goal is to get a plan from god so you can do more on this earth god will definitely answer you god's not going to leave you hanging because you know even the bible says many are called but few were chosen so god is waiting to give you a calling god is wanting to give you a calling and god is wanting to give you a purpose Because the Bible wouldn't say he has the plans for you if he wasn't wanting to tell you his plans. You know, God wants you to have a vision. God wants you to have a plan. And he wants to be the one giving those to you. So you can do great things. And when you begin to go to God and ask those things, you're going to work. You know, you're going to produce a lot more than what you would on your own. Because if it's God given, then you're not going to fall by the wayside because he's going to be there right alongside of you. So even in your own time, if you begin to look at it and say, you know, God, what do you want me to do? What is your purpose for me? And you ask God that. He's sure to answer. And it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter if you're sitting here and you're 12 years old or or you're 75. God still has a plan for you. You know, and some people's races are longer than others. I get that some people have more time than others, but God has a plan for you. God isn't going to just forget about you and say, no, you've lost it. No. Colonel Sanders was like 65 when he sold his uh, famous chicken recipe. And then after that point, he felt called to go to a church and bless a man of God. And he wrote a million dollar check into this church to pay it off. You know, God will use you at any time in your life, whether you're 65 or whether you're 12. If you begin to seek out God's plan for your life, he is sure to use you. Yeah. And even with my own life, my own testimony, I 
I got saved when I was 18 and I was in high school I was looking at like four different colleges and I was like oh I think I'm gonna go to Oahu for college and I want to be a cosmetologist or I want to go to Big Island and I want to be a Hawaiian language teacher and so I had all these things planned for myself and um then that time where I got saved, it was during um, the summer before I was supposed to go to college. And I was, I had everything planned. I was going to move with my auntie and I was going to be a Hawaiian language teacher. And that's what I was going to pursue was that very thing. But then when I got saved, I felt the spirit of God speak to me and give me a plan. I asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Because God created every person for a specific purpose. And so even in that time, I felt like God was wanting me to pursue praise and worship to be in the praise and worship team and to just um, grow my gift in music and so that's what where, where I started and then when it grew from there as when I was faithful in that area then I felt then God gave me more and then even about a year ago we started um, doing the church in Morgantown and we started with just summer nights and just having a little devotion and then we had moved to a service and then now we're um, helping out with church, uh, church services with his yeah. mom and dad and we're doing college life group and it's because you are faithful in what God has called you to do he wants you to grow that gift and even in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis it says that he called us to um, multiply to be fruitful, and be fruitful and multiply and produce and so that's what he has called us to do to multiply to produce to grow in what he has called mm -hmm. us to do yeah um can you go ahead and, you got james 1 5 right yeah okay go ahead and, and james 1 5 it just says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask god who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him yeah and there's another scripture like Matthew, you know, ask and it will be given. If you lack wisdom for your life, if you lack the knowledge and the know-how, then ask God and he's sure to give it to you. And, you know, God hasn't forgotten about you. God hasn't said, I can't use everybody. He wants to use you because you have a gift. God has given each person a designated purpose and a designated gift. You can touch people that no one else can touch. You can help people that no one else could ever help. So yeah. God wants to use you. God has a plan for you. And you may be asking, you know, what is my purpose in all of this? You know, what is my purpose in life? And, you know, I work in an area where, you know, there are so many people I work with in a day-to-day -day basis that, you know, they don't ever think of themselves as doing any more than the bare minimum in life. And, you know, I, I don't have any plan. I don't have any purpose. I don't have any goals. You know, I'm basically just going to walk through life in, in this in this way. But if you begin to seek out something from God, he's going to make your life so much more better than what it is. And every person that tells me stuff like this is always depressed. Every person that talks about this stuff is they don't have, they don't care about their life. They don't want anything better for their life. They're always depressed. Because if you have a plan, if you have a purpose, you'll never lose joy. You'll never be empty because, you know, that thing will keep pushing you to do better and better. So God wants to use you. And I promise you, joy will begin to abound in your life when you find purpose. And, you know, God has called us to be fruitful and multiply. And God's not going to call us to something that, you know, is going to bring us torment or, or pain. You know, 
I, I'm having the best time of my life doing this. I'm what God has called me to do. That's what I, I just feel fulfilled. And it's because it's what God has placed in my heart to do. It's that passion inside of me. Yeah. And even with um, seeking the vision, God can give you the the vision or the big picture of this is mm -hmm. what I want you to be. But if you don't have the steps to go about it, to then you can't even get there. Even if you're traveling to a certain area, um, you have that place that's your goal that's your vision mm -hmm. you want to if i was to go to pittsburgh that's where i want to go but how do i get there and you use a gps to get there and so it's important to even seek out the steps mm -hmm. and i didn't have that my second point is to take the steps but you have to seek that steps what it is and take that steps in order to get there and even with my life i started working at a restaurant and i was i kind of liked it and I was pretty shy growing up but I know that from now looking back at it that wow God had me there mm -hmm. to teach me things for later on in life for ministry because if I never knew how to talk with people and how to um, have that people relations um, skills I would never be able to um, be in ministry later on and to mm -hmm. work with people later on and so even with that God placed me there for a time and then I moved to um, another job at Ohana Makamai and I worked as in, um, I went through a lot of positions there but I know that everything I went through there taught me administrative work, even starting um, wanting to start our own ministry that will help me because of my administrative skills. I knew nothing about it. I knew I was not even organized, but because I took that steps, because I had that job, it helped me for where I am now. And so don't be, um, don't get um, to whatever. <laughs> I don't have words right now. Just don't be discouraged. And maybe you, mm -hmm. you're not where you're you supposed to be at at where God has told you, this is what I want you to yeah. do. Don't be discouraged in that little moments, in that time where the teaching moments where God is saying, this is where I want you to step mm -hmm. out in. Even now, you think this is where we want to be? We want to grow greater. We want to be able yeah. to impact uh, different countries, different um, states, wherever it is. We want to be able to impact people, but you have to start somewhere. You have to start with the little, and the Word of God says that you will be ruler over much. Yeah, you have to start. And, it, it, you know, everyone always has this long-term, well, many people, you know, I would actually, never mind, I'm going to take that back. A lot of people really don't have a vision at all. But, <laughs> but if you do have a vision, the, a long-term vision, you still have to begin to take the steps to it. And, you know, I, I thought most people did, but honestly, after talking to people, there aren't very many who have a long-term vision at all. But yeah, set a vision in place. And then once you have that from God, then you have to begin to take those steps. You have to begin to walk in that. You know, the Bible says faith without works is dead. You know, we can sit there and believe in our room and we can be the most anointed prayer warriors and pray for six hours. You know, God, give me an open door, give me an open door. But sometimes you have to begin to take the steps. You know, I could, for example, I could sit in my room and pray right now. Lord, give me an open door to preach. Give me an open door to preach. Give me an open door to preach. But until I actually do something about it, such as this broadcast, getting myself out there, or, you know, using an open door, 
that my mom and dad have opened for me in their church, I'm not going to see any opportunity in that because it may be as simple as leading a life group. And, you know, even in that, we've heard people say, you know, God is calling me to the nations. Okay, what are you doing now? God is never going to put you over the nations until you can be faithful with the little things. With even one person. Yeah, you know, right. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, even looking back now, I knew I was going to preach from the age of 13, 14. I knew that was what God was calling me to do. The first ministry I ever worked in and teaching was kids ministry. Yeah, me too. Yeah, (laughs) and that's not, and I never went, you know, that's not what God has called me to do. God has called me to be a soul winner. God has called me to win the lost. And I, I just don't see myself doing kids ministry, but it's the little. And that also gives me open doors. Because if I would have been like, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, God never called me to do that. Well, it's about being faithful with little things, doing little things. And that preaching opportunity, because I'm telling you, the hardest thing is to teach to kids. You know, it's honestly the hardest thing because they're everywhere and you have to like keep them focused. And even in that, it it taught me how to speak to them. It taught me how to just work and slowly begin to use my words. And, you know, because I wasn't very good at it. And you progress in that. You progress in the small things. Because God can't, and I, I told a friend the other day, I said, you know, if I was to ever, at this point in my life, be put in front of a million people to preach and win to the Lord, I said, I would flop. I would fall flat on my face because I've never worked my way to that point. And, but if you put someone like Reinhard Bonnke up there, who recently just passed away, he would do that. And many people would come to Christ because he has operated at that level. But you don't start at that level. You don't start at the level God is calling you to. I have a long-term vision, but unless I begin to apply myself to that vision, I'll never move to to a greater point. Start now. Start with the little things. Start where God is calling you now. And, you know, you'll progress. And I promise you, and, you know, I believe even in this last hour of time, we'll progress very quickly because we don't have a lot of time left and God has no time to waste. So start. If we begin to start and if we begin to take the steps now, God is going to use us mightily. And even whether it's in ministry or in business, God wants to, he mm-hmm. created each person for different works. He created people for ministry to be even in the fivefold ministry, but he also created people to fund the kingdom of God. So mm-hmm. if you're called to business, don't think that you don't have anything to do right. with the plan of God. Don't think you have nothing to do with the kingdom of God because he will bless you and he will use you to fund um, crusades to fund soul winning um, events and to even fund the church. Every church mm-hmm. it has things that they need to take care of. They have utility bills. They have a lot of things. And people always wonder, what is the tithe and offering for? The tithe is to take care of the home. And so even you need people to fund the kingdom of God, but you also need right. ministers. Yeah. And that's the thing. Not everyone is called to ministry, but God could have given you a business idea. And, you know, people can say, you know, that God won't give me a business idea. No, God wants you to prosper. Not only, yeah, to also give to the church, but he wants you to prosper. God wants you to be blessed. And as you continue to be blessed, he wants you to be a blessing to others. He wants you to begin to pour out. And, you know, because, yeah, not everyone's called to preach. Not everyone's called to do the work of a preacher or an evangelist or any kind of ministry. Sometimes God can put something on our hearts to start a business such as a restaurant or something. And God can give you a divine idea to where you're going to take that 
run with it and begin to prosper and fund the kingdom of God, fund things. I mean, just imagine yourself right now. If you have a business idea, imagine taking, imagine God taking you to a point to where you can fund a full crusade by yourself, to where you can pour out $100,000 easily because of something God's put inside of your heart. Because yeah. you can do that. You can take a business idea and run with it. Because if God's put it there, it's going to prosper. It's going to grow. You know, we have, but we have to start. And it may be working for someone else right now. It may be. You know, I, right now I'm a social worker. But, it, 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 you know, God didn't call me to do that. But right now it's a step. And it helps me work with people. It, it gives me a heart for people. Because, you know, at first I was not very gracious with people. I was not very understanding. And it really has helped me. And for, for that to happen, you need to be very gracious with people in the ministry. You know, God can use something as working for someone else and the time being that'll teach you how to do it on your own. You know, it may not start tomorrow, but you have to begin to take the steps now and you're going to do it. Yeah. Amen. And so, yeah, just number one was seek God for the plan. Number two was take the steps. And just like he said, um, from James 2, and it's... Um, 14 through 26 it says that faith without works is dead so if you don't go take the steps if you don't put your faith into action if you don't put mm -hmm. your prayers into action you can pray all you want but if you don't take the steps to do it you can never get anything done any if you if there's any goal in your life, you need to go after it because that's the only way you can accomplish that thing. Even building mm -hmm. a house, you can say, this is what I want. But if you never go after it, if you never find a contractor, if you never um, save the money to even build that home, you will never obtain what you want in life if you don't do the work. If you don't, um, if you're not diligent in what um God has called you to do and even this year I feel like that's what the word of the Lord is um, that's what my word is for this year is diligence to be diligent in every area of my life in ministry mm -hmm. in uh, my own personal life in the goals that I have I have to be diligent and I think that's a great word because you need to be diligent yeah. even in Proverbs it talks about the end with having no commander but they still go about doing the business that they need to do and they take charge and they they don't have a commander and it's important that you we are self-motivators in life because not everyone will be part of your vision not everybody will think that that vision is for great mm -hmm. to do and yeah. so you have to be a self-motivator no matter what if you know that the lord is telling you to do that you thank the lord for it and you just prophesy that over your mouth and say no thank you lord that you have anointed me for this work yeah amen amen and you know the third one and you may and you could be sitting here today wondering i i don't i haven't even made jesus christ my lord and savior i haven't even chosen to follow him how can he give me a plan well you know, you, we need to receive Jesus in our hearts to begin to hear from God and to know what God wants for us. And, you know, it doesn't take long after salvation to get a plan from God because God wants to commune with you. God wants to talk to you. And, you know, I've seen people that they can, like, get saved and God has given them a vision right after That's that. That's what happened to yeah. me. What was it? A week? You know, because you basically got saved and, and then right after that, God impressed you to stay. Yeah, I mean, because I was about to move and I, I was gonna go to school, but 
I just felt like the Lord told me to stay here, stay at this church and grow in me, grow your faith in me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And God wants to speak to you. God wants to give you a plan. And even asking her, would you ever take any of it back? Probably not because when you fulfill the plan of God on your life, then you are more for fulfilled and even the things that I have stepped out in even moving to from Hawaii I moved here without any family in the beginning my cousin moved about like six months later but I moved here with no family I moved across the ocean the Pacific Ocean I moved from having 80 degree weather to sometimes negative <laughs> degree weather and I moved here but I know that because those steps and I would never have done something like that. I would have never grown in God and I would never be here sitting here if I didn't fulfill the plan of God on my life. Right. And, and that's where God wants you to be. It's where you, when you begin to be obedient with God, he wants to take you to new levels. And just even, you know, in us starting out, this is a big step. This is, you know, discerning our ministry. For our lives. And, you know, God wants to begin to give you the same kind of word. God wants to begin to give you the same kind of, of plan for your life so you can take that and you can grow. But, you know, maybe you're sitting here today and saying, you know, I've never even received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I've never even asked him to come into my heart. Or maybe you've fallen away. And what we're saying speaks to you. And what we're saying is, you know, making you think. You know, I want to welcome Jesus back into my life. I want to make a conscious decision to follow him for the rest of my life here on earth so I can be used by him. And if that's you, if you're sitting there wondering, I want, and you know, thinking, I want to make that decision again. I want you to just, you know, bow your heads wherever you're at. If you're driving, don't. But, you know, bow your heads and just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Wash me and cleanse me. Forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I thank you that you died for me and that you're coming back again for me. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he has risen from the dead. Jesus, I thank you that you died for me and that you're coming back again for me. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you that I am healed. And thank you that I'm on my way to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And even with that, that, that's the third point is you have to become a child of God because you can do all these things. But if you're not in covenant with God, the word of God says that he hears the prayers of a righteous man. Mm -hmm. And so when you seek that out, you have to... Um, become a child of God and it's important to become that and when you are a child of God everything that belongs to him belongs to you mm -hmm. now you have the inheritance of God when you become a child even with my if you're born into a family and just like him like his parents everything that belongs to them belongs to him mm -hmm. now because he's a heir of of them and so we are now an heir of salvation when we become a child of God. And so it's important to make Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So if you said that prayer with us, just message us and let us know. And we have a gift for you. And yeah. so just send us your name, your address. And we love you. And we thank you yeah. for watching. Just share this broadcast with other people. 
so that other people can hear and subscribe to our podcast. Mm-hmm. We are at Apple, Google, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, and you can um, search Zayn and Hailama yeah. and it will come up. Um, messages on Messenger, Facebook Messenger. That's uh, where we're going to be seeing it. And if you have any questions, we'd love to answer them. We'd love to help you. Um, finding a local church if you're not around the area. If you're in Fairmont, we'd love for you to join us at uh, KC West Virginia at 1030 and on Sundays. And, you know, have a great day. We'd love for you to message us and we'd love to hear from you if you prayed that prayer. And we would like to send you a gift. And it's uh, the Book of Luke in the ESV translation. And it gives side notes to help you in your Christian walk. And, you know, have a great day. Love you guys.